0: You have just entered the portal of discovery, complete with a British chick intro. Now, strap yourself in. We are in control. We can adjust the treble. The bass. Add, add echo. Welcome to Speaking Out, America. We are in control. Well, I guess somebody has to be. Welcome to Speaking Out. My name is Jim Watkins, and I'm here to enlighten you to the truth, uh, at least the way I see it, and the way I see it is pretty damn on target. Uh, Mostly what I predict ends up happening. Most of the trends that are happening now, I was ranting about a dozen years ago, uh, the environmental movement being hijacked, uh, the out-of-control government that we have, surveillance, uh, immigration policies that have been broken for decades but Now we're starting to see the the chickens come home to roost. But before we go down that road, I I do want to say that there was a glimmer of hope this week. Uh, Javier uh, Maile is now the president of Argentina. Uh, He has a long history. Uh, He is what you might call a liberal conservative based on uh, that standard. Not at all progressive, and it was a shock to the system many who believe that he didn't have a chance. I happened to watch the interview with Javier with Tucker Carlson, I think it was about two months ago, and I was really impressed by his positions. As a matter of fact, he actually convinced me of the moral argument for late-term abortions uh, through legal, uh, through a legal uh, perspective, not so much even a religious one, but just from a a legal perspective: Why abortions, at least late-term abortions, are wrong. Uh, so, and he is does not like big government. He is totally against surveillance. In fact, he's the kind of president we might like here, or someone who did not buy into the the COVID pandemic and the forced mandates of vaccines, which are still sort of going on today. Uh, but the big thing is, he doesn't have all the corruption and the the heavy luggage and he seems like a real populist kind of guy. And that's why it's important because if populists start to win the day, then the pendulum may be swinging the other way. And this is partly why I believe uh, that Trump is doing as well as he's doing. And we'll get to that. we got a lot to cover on this edition of the program. I will tell you right now that anything can happen today and probably will because since I turned on the first electronic device this morning, Nothing has been working right. You ever have one of those days where you get up and, and you, you know, your TV doesn't come on for some strange reason, your toilet backs up for some reason, uh, your coffee doesn't brew correctly? I mean, that's just the first five minutes. And, and then I've got uh, a computer that you got that little spinning ball. You ever had that, that spinning ball problem where your computer is thinking you know, they're so temperamental, too. If you click too many buttons, it freaks out. Uh, anyway, so I've been having computer problems, sound audio problems. I really wanted to have, you know, some real good Christmas music, you know? Because uh, we're in the season now, and it's despite all the mayhem going on in the world, it's still a, a pretty darn good place, right? Yeah, so, you know, this will put us in the mood. Uh, I'm not too crazy about Black Friday, but I'll probably jump on and get a few deals, you know. So I also wanted this hour to talk, uh, give a little bit more thought to Donald Trump and how his weekend, he was all over the place. South Dakota, Iowa. Had time to stop in to say hi to Judge N. Geron in Runaround over in New York. Uh, The gag order was lifted so he can talk again, which is kind of strange that you have a gag order against a man who's running for president. Uh, And, uh, you know, the truth is I had a lot of opportunity to spend time with family, uh, most of whom are are staunch Democrats, you know, no problem there. But uh, it's good to have healthy discussion and to listen in on what the Democrats think, their perspective of what's going on today. And it's all Trump. It's uh, they are beyond being convinced that the guy's nuts and uh, the one thing that has some people concerned is that Trump said that he would round up the illegals if he got elected and send them back to wherever they came from, and of course that that's like the worst thing you can say to a Democrat. It's you know now how I interpreted it is is that our crime would go down and major cities would get their city back. Uh, you see what's happening in New York. You see what's happening in Philadelphia, L.A., Houston, Dallas, everywhere. They're driving him in, dropping him off, uh, except Florida. And Trump is showing us that he's really campaigning to win this. Uh, And it's what has a lot of Americans... I mean, you've seen the video. Have you seen the crowds that are showing up for this man? They're just like 2016. Uh, And for a lot of the same reasons. He, again, is the... the, He is the Rocky Balboa. There's no question about it. Apollo Creed came back. And uh, in many ways, a metaphor, because Apollo Creed, if you remember, was like Hillary Clinton in 2016. He thought he had it in the bag. You know, this was a nobody, you know, this little guy, this punk from Philadelphia, Philadelphia. And he's going to take on the champ of, of boxing. And that's what I think was going on in Hillary's mind. She thought, oh, I'm just, this guy's a nobody. I don't even have to work at this. There's no way that he, I'm polling so high. Everything is about me, and then she got her clock. Uh, what's that? What's, what's that expression? Got her clock cleaned, and uh, and the reason was because for the same thing today is that she was out of touch with what people are worried about, what's on their mind, what's bothering them. Look at look at Biden. He keeps telling Americans, "What are you complaining about high food prices? What do you mean? Come on." And we're all sitting around here. It's like, have you pumped? Now, you know, interestingly, gas has gone down, but that's because gas prices. Who knows? Maybe Trump or Biden dipped into the reserves a little bit more. Who knows? Maybe it's I know the barrel of oil now on the, on the global market is lower, but that's par- partly because there's so much of it because we're America isn't making any of it. So which is strange. Oh, oh by the way, another piece of good news, the Supreme Court or I think either the Fifth Circuit or the, yeah, the Fifth Circuit said that the government must live up to its promise on oil leases in the Gulf. So they can't arbitrarily shut them down and they, ne- they need to honor their original lease permit agreement. So that's good news. It means that America can produce energy. And one of the things that's, I think, got Trump in the, in the spotlight today is because he's telling people, look, all we have to go back to is some of the simple policies that worked before. Tighter immigration, closing down the the, the poorest border today would, would certainly be a step in the right direction. How you get 11 million people back uh, and make them go home is another question. But, you know, if people don't hire them uh, and and the jobs aren't there for them and they turn to criminality, they'll, they'll go back home. And the ones that I'm really worried about that are coming to the border are not the mother and her and her four-year-old daughter who came all the way from Guatemala. I'm worried about the middle-aged guys that are coming here because they're working for the cartels, or worse, they are possible terrorists or possible uh, insurgents. I noticed watching, it did not surprise me, but I was watching the San Francisco 49ers game yesterday where they kicked Tampa's butt. And I noticed a lot of Chinese. I mean, and, of course, now I know China, Chinatown is there. But it got me to thinking, you know, over, what is it, 2,000 Chinese were apprehended? Chinese coming over the southern border. It makes no sense unless they're flying into Mexico from Beijing or making the trek going into Tijuana and then coming. See, because when you come through the illegal porous, they'll, they'll just take your name and number, whatever you tell them, and then they'll ship you to some city. And hand you a debit card and a cell phone and say, we'll see you in court in a few months. And those are the people, the gotaways, the ones that we don't know about, that we won't be able to find, that I worry about. You should be too. So I don't know how Trump's going to fix that problem. But assuming he wins, uh, a lot of people feel uplifted. Like there's hope, like there's an end to all this. Look, Listen to what, uh, what Maria Bartiromo commented on this morning. And then we'll catch a cut from Bill Maher as well. New NBC News poll, 46 percent of voters say they would vote for the former president versus 44 percent for President Biden. That same poll also finds Biden's approval rating hitting the lowest level of his presidency, 40 percent. More than half of voters disapprove of his handling of the Israeli Hamas war. Yeah. And for all of those reasons, Biden's poll numbers are—I are, think they're lower than 40. In fact, they— I think they're down to maybe even 35. But here's Bill Maher's take on why he thinks Trump is going to win. I want to try a theory out on you why Trump is killing it, not just within the party, but he's beating Biden handily, too. I have done many, many jokes, as many comedians have, about stepping in poop in San Francisco. And, you know, just it's a city that needs to be put under control. So they did because she was coming. Put aside the fact that you only clean up when company's coming over. (laughs) God forbid the guy who <laughs> sends us the fentanyl sees somebody on fentanyl. This, to me, is why Trump is winning. Yep, And I think that's absolutely true. What Americans see around them is telling them that they've got the wrong guy. And he is out of touch. And, he, and of course, any politician running is going to tell you how great everything is, how much, how many jobs have been added, how the gross domestic product is down. And they'll, they'll give you all the, the bright, shiny numbers. But what they won't tell you... Uh, are the stark realities? There are more people having to get second and even third jobs just to make ends meet? And they're finding that it's just a lot harder to make it. And that's a reality that everybody is facing. So uh, we'll get we'll get to all this and more. There's more of this coming up. And then Elon Musk is suing Media Matters. What's that all about? I'll tell you about it. And it has something similar to do with Rush Limbaugh. Stay tuned. I just want to say happy holidays to you. This is uh, Jim Watkins, host of Speaking Out America. Also, the podcast is available everywhere. So if you miss a show, we archive everything on the podcast. Uh, You go to jimwatkins1.com, or you can just look for, just uh, use your smartphone. Just say, hey, Alexa, play Speaking Out America podcast with Jim Watkins, and it'll do that for you. Or you can do it on Siri. Uh, It's pretty cool. Um, So this show is brought to you by the wonderful folks over at getthetea.com. And I would encourage you to go online, maybe do it this Friday for Black Friday. They're going to be having uh, buy one, get one free deals, 10% off shipping if you use the keyword CRN. And it's really easy to find. Getthetea.com is where you go. And they have a wide uh, array of teas, different flavored teas, different kinds of trees teas. They also have uh, supplements, all kinds of wonderful supplements that can address certain Health issues, but overall, everything they have is about good, good tasting tea, uh, the kind you love to simmer. You know, when you get up in the morning, you have that nice instead of a cup of coffee, a nice warm cup of tea. It also has a lot of nutritional value that helps boost your immune system and clean out your digestion. That's very key to all this. Uh, so check it out. GettheTea.com. Great holiday gifts. Great stocking stuffers. And again, if you mention CRN, when you're checking out, you'll get 10% off and free shipping in the month of November. So that's good for you, and it's good for getthetea.com. So I want to finish off on my Trump thing. Over the weekend, he was uh, also on video. There was a a very popular video that was flying around uh, about Trump, and he was serving the people that that are down at the border. And he's standing there with his suit, and you can see him, and, you're watch- and I watched that thing for, I don't know, maybe one or two minutes, and the place was packed. I mean, there were, there must have been a thousand, and it reminded a thousand Border Patrol agents. Maybe it was a few hundred, I don't know, but there was a long line, and every person that stood in front of Trump when he was serving their Thanksgiving meal was stopping and shaking his hand and, and thanking him, and it was... It reminded me of someone, well, first of all, it reminded me of battle. And here are these would look like soldiers dress, dressed up in uh, gear, law enforcement, and they're in battle. They're, you know, usually you would think, oh, they're overseas, you know, maybe in Iraq, because we have those images in our minds of seeing soldiers overseas fighting battle. But this battle is actually in our country, and those are our soldiers, and they're trying their best despite the fact that their commander-in-chief is working against them. And here's this man, the former president of the United States, who's been ostracized by half half the country. I don't see Kamala Harris down there serving, you know, food to people working on her behalf since she's, quote, in charge. I don't see Chuck Schumer. I don't see uh, anybody there from the Democratic side doing anything for the people who are quite literally putting their lives on the line dealing with his people, many who may have connections to the cartel or may have connections to other world governments or they're being funded by George Soros. The fact of the matter is Trump was there with the troops. And you can say, oh, it was a photo op. You sure damn, yeah, it was a great photo op. That's what politicians do. They have photo ops. But nobody forced those people to stop and shake his hand. How many people do you think that would do that if Biden was out there serving food? They might. How long do you think he would last? Five minutes, 10 minutes. And this is why this man is resonating, because he is in with the people. Uh, uh, I'll try to find that sound bit later of all the people that went and saw him in Miami. Now, I'm just reporting. okay? so, you know, you can get mad at me because I'm reporting this. And, oh, you're just a pro-Trumper, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's bull. That's crap. Okay, I'm just reporting just like I was. In 2016 and 2020, I'm just telling you how it is. And you may not like it. Now, there are some things that I dis- I-, I worry about with the Trump-, Trump presidency, and one of them is that half the country is crazy. They hate him. They are bat crazy over him. And I think that that's the problem is you've got so much animosity built up in part because the Democrats did an excellent job. Uh, And, you know, putting your own personal feelings aside, this country is up the creek right now. It is not doing well. We're practically begging China to be nice to us. Please be nice to us. Please sell us those windmills. Please join us in the fight for climate change. Please. And this is our, our current president right now. I'm sorry. I just can't. So what's the Democrats' game plan? There is no game plan. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, it's like they're getting, you know, it's, it's almost like they know they're not going to get the touchdown, but they keep trying to get the ball down the field. But they know they're not going to get a touchdown. But they keep getting the, on the other hand, we, the, the Republicans, we have a way to get a touchdown. We just have to get down the field. And we're up against a great uh, defense. Uh, the defense wants to keep us. That, the defense is the media, the propaganda. Uh, you know, for example, last night on 60 Minutes, I think they did a two-part piece. It was a hit piece on Putin, really. That's what they were trying to make it. But it actually turned, uh, it was about how they were, Putin was offering to adopt Ukrainian kids. Kids that have lost their fathers, really. And, and their their country has been devastated by war. So somehow they were trying to turn that into a Trump is trying to kidnap children from Ukraine. And it was maybe there's some element that's true. I'm not a. I'm certainly not going to you know shill for Putin. But what I'm saying is the media does its job for the government, which is they have a narrative, and they want you to follow it, and and be damned to the truth. Be damned to the truth. Uh, also, I want to tell you about Elon Musk and something that kind of popped up over the weekend. So apparently, Elon has been uh, allowing questionable uh, posts on X formerly known as Twitter and in some of these posts have been pro Palestinian and so he is being uh, he's being made to look like he is either I don't even know because half the time they're saying you know this Israel has a right to defend itself but then the other half of the time it's the Palestinians they're being slaughtered it's not fair. I frankly can't figure it out. I don't know if anybody can at this point, but Elon Musk is just allowing people to say what they want. Well, Media Matters uh, has been defaming him, saying that he's uh, anti-Semitic and that he's allowing uh, people that are anti-Semitic to go on Twitter, X, and he is losing advertisers because of it. So he's suing Media Matters for defamation. And for those who don't remember... Media Matters was the same company that tried to run Rush Limbaugh out of town back in the 90s, and even in the aughts, where they were getting on and they were were, uh, having people call advertisers. And there was a bank of like 10 people in one room somewhere in Detroit, Michigan, or maybe Grand Rapids. And Media Matters paid these people to call radio markets like cities where Rush Limbaugh was on acting as if they were listeners to Rush and that they were going to pull their advertising or not buy product. So basically, it was an in-runaround to try to boycott, but making it look like it was a listener-based effort, when all of a sudden, it was being orchestrated by Media Matters. And the problem with that is that it backfired, and Rush Limbaugh was such a juggernaut, they couldn't bring him down. And I have a feeling that once Elon Musk is done with these guys, these guys might actually be out of business. So we'll follow that. Yes, we sure will. All right, we'll be right back. Speaking out America. Jim Harden is next. It's the